Hello. What's up? What's up, Junpei? So this is Jared. Um, and Junpei. And Junpei. And this is a Unguarded Conversations Limbo Edition. Um, I guess we can kind of roll on and talk about Limbo a bit because it takes a while to like let people know what's really happening, especially through like social media posts. So, okay, Junpei, you actually came up with this name while we're on the phone when Amy and I were in Berlin, yeah? Right. Why did you call it Limbo? Um... Just because I felt like I was in that predicament, I still am, I think, in that predicament of being in between, you know, the dissonance of like where I want to be and what I am currently and kind of just conflicting, you know, within of like where I want to go and just being just in an overall like in-betweener. Yeah. And I was contemplating that. Yeah, and I think I'm also in that phase because I'm trying to figure out still who I am as a person and therefore who I am as an artist and designer. And I think that, I think that's cool. I think that at our age, like anywhere between 22, 23 to even like 26, like, people try really hard to be like, hmm, hmm, my name is Andrew. I work at Mass Mutual Financial, and I do this Monday through Wednesday, and then I go to Pilates on Saturday, and then I'm saving <laughs> up for a house. Um, and I'm going to ask my girlfriend Katie to get married soon because I think that's what's right to do. And I think that whole idea of doing what society tells us is right to do is honestly what brings us a lot of stress. Right, right, right. Because when I was in Spain, um, especially, I met so many young people. They're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just moved here to Spain to like kick it for a summer. And then I ended up getting a job at a hostel. And now I just pull at this hostel and shoot hella photos. And I think that it was kind of almost like culture shock at first to see so many people be okay with being in that spot of limbo because i think we have such a negative connotation here when it's like when we're always telling people to get their shit together right so you're saying that it's more of like a cultural you know background more than like an internal locus yeah i mean i think it's both i think that the cultural reference of what you should be doing affects a person's internal struggles no right 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 Yeah, no, that's actually interesting, though. Like, I remember, you know, going to Tokyo and like everyone was so like machine like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just like, so like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And I, I remember like sitting in my hotel room and I was just like, damn, this is exhausting. Yeah, you honestly, know, just... dude, Japanese people are like at that pinnacle. Yeah, I feel like Americans are pretty close second. But, like, Japanese people are very, very, to to what I know, like, it seems, like, very, like, wound up. That's also why they have some of the most paying, like, uh, technological innovations and even, like, clothing design because they pay very, very strict um, attention to the details. Of course. So there's, like, good and bad. There's no black and white. Everything's gray, you know. 
But yeah, definitely on the end of like being socially and culturally kind of almost uh, overbearing, Japan's number one. <laughs> yeah, it was like really polarizing because like, you know, growing up in Southern California in San Diego where it's like pretty laid back, you know, just I guess, you know, beach boys and whatever. It was so weird to see like the salary Beach men. boys, beach boys, <laughs> chill weather, you know. Exactly. Up until the last few years, it was like relatively not too hard to live here. Like you yeah. can make like $2,500, well, up until like 2020 maybe, and be like living a pretty good life, you know. Yeah, and then, I, <laughs> and then everything just went south really quick. Yeah, and in Japan, but, it's kind of the opposite. Where yeah. it's like, oh, Japan, I mean, Japan's huge, but... In Tokyo, at least, I felt like it was very similar to New York, where you can make bandos. Like, you could be making, like, what's equal equivalent to 100 grand. And in those cities, you might not even have a fucking washing machine. Yeah, no. Or a window real. in your room. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, my grandma, like, I visited my grandma, and she didn't have a washing machine. She had yeah. that, like, wooden, like wooden like plate whatever it was and just like scrubbing away in and out i was like thinking like god damn like that's very time consuming but like those things are honestly also pretty fun because in berlin i had the same predicament of like i had a washing washing machine i had no i didn't even have (laughs) i didn't even have to hand wash i had like a washing machine but i had no dryer so i had to like slow down and like my stuff um and kind of like wait for and like wash stuff when it was like a sunny day which was in austin and like into september early october so it kind of makes you like chill the fuck out you know um everything was smaller so you have to do it more often you know like you don't have like huge garbage cans right right right. in china it's the same way but i don't want to like ramble on too much about that yet (laughs) because we might hit it later right what are we doing today junpei So today, uh, hopefully, uh, we can discuss some questions that we actually pulled from the members of Guard, and hopefully we can dissect it a little bit and answer throughout. And uh, club club guardians, club members (laughs) of Guard, (laughs) members of Guard Christchurch, exactly (laughs) club Christchurch, bro. MPO this right now. Tax I don't know what right. that means. <laughs> Make a religion <laughs> out of it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but yeah, we're going to ask some questions or answer some questions. And um, I don't know, just talk about limbo, I guess. You know, where we're at, what we're trying to do, and hopefully what we want to do. Cool. Yeah, but you know what? In the meantime, though, like, let's answer a question that we asked the community, you know, just to start things off and while we were talking about traveling you know one of it was like what was your biggest takeaway from traveling calm am i going first you want to start yeah yeah i'll i'll talk more for most of this junpei because i know you're a much better speaker than me probably normally (laughs) but everybody this is junpei's first podcast so he's a little bit nervous i'm a podcast version give him a give him a clap even though nobody's gonna hear it Make it clap, make it clap. Yo, you gotta say pause. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, to answer the question, my biggest takeaway from traveling, I don't really remember anything for more than a year. So I guess <laughs> from this year, 
And it's and I used to think it was because I had bad memory, but I think it's just because I'm thinking about so much that I only reflect on the past like year, and then I write it down. And if I need to reflect on anything past the year, then I go look at 2020 notebook. You know, you just kind of like wipe your hard drive every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I'm a I'm like a eight gigabyte, 128 <laughs> GB gigabyte uh MacBook Pro, and I you're like I just, you're like that 2006 iPod like. That holds like two hundred songs, maybe. Maybe, but but those two hundred songs, you know, are finna hit. You know, right, right, right. Um, I never really listen to more than like eighty songs at one time period of my life. Mm. You know, I feel like that could be a conversation for later. That's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, but um, what was the question again? (laughs) Biggest takeaway from traveling? (laughs) Yeah, biggest takeaway from traveling say i think that a lot of this knowledge was compiled but from going to spain and going to portugal and going to berlin and amsterdam i like m took a lot and then and i was journaling and i was reflecting on stuff but they were like little things like how like how over there, even like young people might manage their house like very, very cleanly and take their time to like take out the trash every day, recycle every day. And maybe this isn't everyone, but the general norm, you know. Um, right. And I think one of the biggest takeaways is like when I took shrooms in Amsterdam and I went to the Apple store and I kind of like thought about all the shit that was going on throughout this whole trip and i'm like yo why are europeans berlin doesn't count because a lot of people in berlin were pretty depressed to what i could see <laughs> but like a lot okay. of people overall seem to live like a more wholesome and like joyful life because you can't just have like a happy life all the time but i'm like yo what the fuck is the deal why are y'all just like why is the vibes just chiller here Mm-hmm. And I think people gave me different answers the whole time. But when I was on shrooms, like it broke it down pretty easily. I went to, after I went to the Apple store, I went to this grocery store. Yeah, I do kind of weird shit when I'm on shrooms. But I went to this grocery store <laughs> and I was looking for a salad and I found a spoon, a spork. But it wasn't like the sporks we have over here. It was like a spoon on one end and a fork on the other end. And on the fork, there was oh, a serrated okay. knife. It was a busting <laughs> piece of design, bro. And I think what it kind of like sparked the idea in me that they just do whatever they need to do in their lives with the least amount of stuff. Like, like I think the physical stuff aligned with the mental stuff and the spiritual stuff. So when you have a lot of physical shit and a lot of like, like more relationships than you can deal with more projects than you can tackle at once and more, I don't know, just like things to attend to and things to, use in your day-to-day then you have like no space you know to like deal with your shit like the clutter of it all yeah the clutter of it all like both like it goes from physically you can see someone's physical clutter but i think that when you have a lot of physical clutter it takes like taking away physical space also takes away mental space and then it's like hard to like if i'm fucking working on three projects at once and investing in crypto and trying to get a new job and fucking like, I don't know, like mentoring four kids 
like it's all great but when you're doing a bunch of stuff okayly and stretching yourself super thin how do you expect to have your like mental and spiritual how do you how do you have that space to have your mental and spiritual stuff in line right so <clears throat> what you're saying is like just to like not concentrate but just like focus in a concentrate way. and focus mean the same thing no kind of like concentrate is like it, at least to my like understanding it's like kind of short term you know focus mm. is more like a generalized like long term like a broad term okay so fair. Like, yeah yeah so i mean i think that yeah it's basically like do less better right 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 and i think we live in a society especially in america and i'm guessing like in the uk it's pretty similar where it's like oh man how am i going to deal with my problems it's like i have too many clothes that don't match stuff so i'm just going to get more clothes to match the stuff that doesn't match stuff <laughs> so now i just have a shitload of clothes it's like, like today it, I... it's basically like in hopes of like matching something here's a good analogy i was at the gym today i got okay. my first shirt that i've bought like it's the only shirt i've bought in like two years and it's a paying ass shirt it has like a checkered front with like a faded r rothko like like rothko snow club um something but okay. it's pretty hard to match and then i was like dude you know what would be sick if i had some like pastel yellow like patagonia baggies and then I was like, oh, man. But then I would have to get some white basketball shoes to match that colorful fit. And that's how consumerism works, folks. You get one thing, <laughs> doesn't match anything. You get other things to match that thing. And then after a few different purchases, you end up with a bunch of shit. Mm. That's my takeaway from travel. So, so in terms of like a fit, just keeping it to like a few essential items, basically. Yeah, bro. I mean, the best dressed people... I don't think have to have a lot of stuff or expensive stuff. So when people used to be like, oh, man, like, you just have fits because your mom helps you cop shoes. First of all, I've been copping my own kicks since I was, like, 14. And, bro, <laughs> people just say that shit because they don't have fits, you know? Because the same right. people that would be like, oh, your mom cops your shoes, like, now they have their own money and they still don't have fits and they'd be spending mad bread, you know? It reminds so, me of that one guy that you showed me on Instagram. It's like the dude that like like got rid of everything, and he just in like a little studio by himself. Yeah, Joshua Skirtish. Yeah. I was talking to him today about similar shit. I was looking at his like Instagram the other night, and I was like, "Damn, like this, is, like you know, the amount of like conflict that must have like gotten in his head when he was like getting he got rid of everything he had, right? Is what it was. Yeah, I mean, the dude only has a cot. A table of VR head, VR, like um, headset, a tablet, and a laptop, basically, and then like three fits. Like, I think that's actually you know insane, but like awesome at the same time, because like, like first of all, you know the balls to just do that, <laughs> you know, like to just change everything, the willingness to do so. Well, yeah, because that's because he's an artist, you know. I think a and lot of people that's amazing. A lot of people are under the label of an artist and mm. or or are considered artists by the general public, but I think that to live in and put yourself in a role as a philosopher or a 
journalist of the current times and try to like iterate your point of view to people no matter what i think like to to hold your artistry to that level is very different than what people call like content creator type artists you know right 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 so it's like uh you know the vibes <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like how much you're pertaining yourself into it yeah so he's yeah. dedicated which yeah. i respect i think i uh i learned a lot off the kid and i think it made me want to get rid of more stuff but i already don't have a bed frame or like anything besides a desk uh in right. my room like right, i have right, stuff right. to paint with and stuff to make clothes with and a bed <laughs> you're basically living that life similarly in that yeah. way yeah yeah so i just make more physical things but i'm trying to get rid of stuff a little bit more like i only wear two pairs of shoes so why do i need like six you know right 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 but yeah what's your biggest takeaway from traveling um i actually have like a specific instance of like my last time traveling i was in tokyo january 2020 and it was raining hard as hell like there was like a typhoon coming and i remember looking outside of my like left hand side like airplane wing and just looking at the raindrops on the window and thinking i want to do this for the rest of my life i don't know why that was but just the the you want to sit on the plane for the rest of your life no like because in that specific journey i got to literally meet so many sick people yeah you know just to like be able to connect with others and to like not nitpick but just to you know learn from them really it was it was the coolest experience of my life yeah collect that's a great yeah that's a great word yeah we're all playing we're all like in a game of like pokemon bro and we we choose (laughs) what we collect in terms of experiences and memories yeah no collecting I like that. Yeah, no, it was yeah. it was awesome to collect. I think in my experience was, you know, collect shared memories. Yeah. It was awesome. And, you know, like, despite me saying earlier that I was like, yeah, it, it, it was kind of exhausting looking at all the people like whiz by and, you know, stuff like that. There was huge upsides to that, too. You know, it was like, I, I remember sitting in Tokyo and thinking this is a city where people come for dreams. You know, that's what people say about New York and London. Yeah, I mean, it's that's why it's so big. You know, it's just like there's people that wanted, like, wanted to do something, and so that's why they're here. They want to cook. Yeah, exactly. They want to do something, and yeah, I I noticed that everywhere I walked was like there was different, you know, like passions being pursued. Like just even on like the stations, like I would just look around and you know, see all these people, like, you know, um, trying to, like, sell their CDs or whatever, um, and or, like, playing, you know, guitar in the streets or just, like, talking about their political affiliation or whatever it was. But yeah. it was just, like, a bunch of people just wanting to do something. So they're there. It's pretty funny that a lot of these large cities, if you uh, take your time and pay attention and, like, kick it, in different large cities across the world enough which is a blessing i'm not saying that oh man that's just like i i'm assuming everybody does that but 
Dude, they all seem the same after a while because yeah. it's like you see the hustle. You know, you see the fruits of that labor of like a bunch of hustlers chilling somewhere and then they create a culture. Um, so it's calm. I like, I think that like I'm very, very attracted to that energy as well. Although right, I'm trying right. to find a city that is somewhere in between that yeah. and I also get a lot of nature. Which might be Berlin. Yeah, but. no, it, it's it's an experience to have. Like, I think, I legitimately think Tokyo of last year was like the most exposure I got into you know the world of creativity. That's cool. Like, it made me realize that, like, oh, this is what I want to pursue. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people go these places right because they're like oh man if i'm chilling fucking kentucky or minnesota i might be the only like fucking iowa utah yeah i might be the only person that's like mixing and also like painting a bit and designing some clothes but then like if you pull up to la new york there's like 200 of y'all and you can like if you find the right people you could cook up together you know and like learn and collect these ideas and like you learn and collect off of how other people have learned and collected and when you find a group of people that have like similar aspirations and like work ethic and they're good people which that's tough but you can do it dude then it's then it's pretty easy right 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 you know it's yeah no it it was cool you know just to I think it's it's a blessing, really, to just be able to meet somebody that you actually, you know, like, not relate to, but just, re- like, synchronize with. Yeah. I think it's a good way I to put you. it. Yeah, because, like, you, you know, you, I have, like, say, for example, like, there's, like, uh, like, a few homies, whatever, that, like, create or whatever, and it's, like, it's cool. You know, you'll you'll still support it because they're your friends and whatnot, but, like, that's yeah. not true. I don't. I don't support my friends that create poo poo shit. Cause I mean, I take that back. Sorry, everybody. I support <laughs> all my friends regardless, but right. I'm not gonna buy your shirt or well, exactly. bump your music yeah. or show it to people if it's not like t- like if I don't like it yet. Exactly. But I will yeah. give you resources to make it better. Yeah, That's supporting exactly. in a different way. And like it, it and that's that, even more supportive, if anything. Yeah. And like, not to sound like fucked up, but it was like my first time actually meeting somebody that like, like, I'll be like, oh shit, this is like fantastic. Like, it's, you know, amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Course. Like, it, it was like my first exposure to that. And yeah, it like got me hooked on that, like, feeling, I think, of like, hey, I want to do this. Yeah. And so I think traveling in that aspect was amazing because I got to see something that I never got to see before, you know, living in where I was. 